Hey everyone, and welcome back to Thanks for the Lyrics, a weekly deep dive into a single song with a single lyric from a single Fall Out Boy song. Don't you know who I think I am? I'm James, your host. And you know I think I'm Tracy, another host of yours. And I think you know who I think I am. I'm Aaron. I'm the last of your hosts. Nice. Perfect. Perfect. Um, we are moving into what I have until listening for this, uh, the next three songs, I have thought of as sort of the uncharted eh, territory of Infinity on High, but which I'm pleasantly surprised to tell you uh, rules. These songs rule. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm sorry for all the years that I've gone thinking they didn't. James. So I'm sorry about that. I apologize. I was so ready to throw hands at you. So <laughs> right. ready no, to no, throw no. hands. Yeah. No, I am ro- I was wrong about uh just everything. So uh the first song we're covering uh <laughs> is Don't You Know Who I Think I Am, as I previously referenced in this just subtle, just like really almost undetectable way uh in the intro. Go back and listen for it. The only thing I have to talk about before we talk about the lyrics and stuff is this is a song, and I, I didn't go back and look because I forgot that I was going to. Uh, this song was pro- co-produced by Patrick Stump. Oh. Um, and I think that it was used as an example of him moving into production. So yeah. he cool. co-produced this song and then produced a, an album by The Hush Sound, I believe, uh, during these years. That's so, cool. Yeah. So if it has that extra bit of stumpy like flavor to it, it's because he co-produced it. Mm-hmm. So cool. That's yeah. very cool. So we have lyrics from this song. That we sure do. And they're going to be read by one of you. And they're going to be read by me, this Tracy. one. Tracy. So one. the lyrics that we have chosen today are as follows. They say quitters never win, but we walk the plank on the sinking ship. There's a world outside of my front door that gets off on being down. Boy, if that ain't a 2020 mood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Is it walk or walked? We walk. I think it's present okay. tense. I yeah. always heard walked, like past tense. Oh, interesting. Right. Well, I, oh, that's well. Let's talk about that in a second because the past tense versus present tense, I think, is mm-hmm. is something. Um, I have two things about this. Uh, winners never quit and quitters never win is a quote by Vince Lombardi, um, who was best known as the head coach of some, uh, like a football Ooh. team or whatever, and. Go pack, go. <laughs> uh, he was the head coach of the Green Bay Packers during the 60s. He led them to three straight and five total NFL championships in seven years. Whew, that's a lot of numbers. Um, he won the first two Super Bowls uh, as the coach of the Packers. So yeah. he said winners never quit and quitters never win, which is, I think, what Pete is referencing here. That's actually information that every Wisconsinite is taught at birth. So Good. Oh. Good. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> it's a it's a full Lombardomy. Everybody, yeah. Vince Lombardi, pop 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 Packer face, pop pop Packer face. It's a song. Uh, is Are that you, a mashup of Aqua's Barbie Girl and 
uh, Lady Gaga's Poker Face? No. It just sounds like it. Because I was just about to say I like that way better than Barbie Girl. I think there's a... So it's by... This is a segment... I suppose. I couldn't be more here for this segment. It's uh-huh. uh, by a band called Cheeseheads with Attitude, or CWA, which is funny because that's the airport in central Wisconsin. And uh, they do a bunch of Packer-themed... Central Wisconsin airport. Uh, ...covers of songs. I love that. Uh, I think there might be a Barbie Girl one, actually. Give me just a moment. Uh, so, yeah, so they don't actually have a song based on Barbie Girl, which is a disappointment uh, to us all. You should write, just, write in to them to suggest it. Yeah, they you haven't should. been active for like 15 years, I don't think. So. Well, what better Sounds way like to get for back into I the guess. the scene? You know, she gets better with age, so. That's true. Well, to a point. <laughs> che- about cheese getting better with age? Uh-huh. I'm pretty yeah, sure at like, some point it just gets moldy. Well, you just yeah, cut it isn't off. that the best kind of cheese? Yeah. I that's how you make have, cheese. I haven't been to France, but yeah, but like moldy, moldy, like yeah, used to be cheddar orange like turns expensive. green. Yeah. Oh, that's how you make it expensive. Yeah, <laughs> pretty. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I well, man, I, I should have been selling all of that cheese I keep finding in the back of my refrigerator. Yeah, you should. That's a delicacy, th- Aaron. Throw if you add a T to the end of your cheddar and make it cheddar. Yep. I think it doesn't matter how much mold is on it. You can sell it for $500. Awesome. I have a new Flat business rate, model. No matter yep. how much cheese you have. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everyone check out my Etsy store. Uh, <laughs> Cheddar Cheese. Cheddarinking.com. Cheddarinking. No, you're right. I'm... <laughs> I'm bad at th- I'm bad at naming things. You know this. <laughs> this is why I have you, James. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. It's, it's the one reason mm-hmm. I've, I've survived this long. Perhaps yep. I'll kill. <laughs> Good job, James. Great sloganeering. Almost like we kill you in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is amazing. I think that the the work that went into uh, CWA being the initials of the airport and also a reference to NWA with a Wisconsin spin on it is fantastic. So good good One job of their then. albums is called straight out of wisconsin so that's nice i love that yep what's another one of their anyway, albums called is it green and gold or something like that because uh, those are packers colors i can persist yeah. i can participate in that part of the conversation yes. <laughs> i know football colors their number one song is i'm a cheesehead baby oh gosh darn <laughs> it don't you know i'm a cheesehead baby the pride of wisconsin oh okay now i know yeah. which song that is, is loser yeah yeah we can talk about right. follow boy now though if you want <laughs> Stay tuned for our uh, new scavenger show. Thanks for the cheese heads, um, where we break down. <laughs> that was just our uh, opening act. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was maybe uh, the so, pre-opening act. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up uh, walking the plank too, just to sort of get a an idea of what it is and what it isn't. It says it was a method of execution practiced on special occasions. So it's oh, like like weddings. you knew you were a special little <laughs> sailor if they pulled out the plank uh, uh, by pirates, mutineers, and other rogue seafarers. For the amusement of the perpetrators and the psychological torture of the victims, captives were bound so they could not swim or tread water and forced to walk off a wooden plank or beam extended over the side of a ship. They also said that it was sort of not done as much as people think that it was Mm. done. Oh, interesting. It was sort of an occasional thing, yeah. I mean, it's pretty Um, twisted, so... Yeah. Do you think that people think it's more common than it is because of Peter Pan? It says in the article, Peter Pan and Treasure Island basically are responsible for 
almost everything we think about pirates to this yeah. day. <laughs> I think about Peter Pan every single time I listen to this song because nice. because of this line. I also I I'm, I know I have talked to James about this probably on a podcast, but growing up, I didn't realize exactly how horrifying walking the plank is. Yeah. I was just like, oh, they just dump you off the boat and then you have to wait for yeah. someone to rescue you. <laughs> right. Because in yeah. Peter Pan, Peter comes and rescues right. Wendy. Right, exactly. There was a time when I thought I had an epiphany that it was because there were sharks there. And I think I've heard something about sometimes they'd like cut you to make a feeding frenzy for the sharks, but it's mostly you just drown because you're basically a sack of right. heavy meat. Yeah, right. honestly, if the they water. cut you to make a feeding frenzy for the sharks, that's a mercy killing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, or maybe not a mercy killing, but that's a mercy. Right. That's would it really go faster though? Because I think you'd pass out pretty quickly. That's true. I don't know. I, I don't honest, know how up on their game the sharks are. I guess. Yeah. I personally drowning is like one of the worst ways I can think of to die. Yeah. I think I would rather yep. be torn apart by sharks and pass out from that hmm. before having a chance to realize that I'm going to die by inhaling this ocean. Right, I guess it'd get you out of your head, if that makes sense. Like, you have yeah. less time to think as you're being torn apart by sharks. Well, um, than if, if they cut you, the do you think do you think it's just, like, a little cut? Or do you think they, like, do a big cut so you start to bleed out before you even hit the water? So that all the sharks, like, really come swimming for you. Probably not that big of a cut. I think it depends on how much of a cartoon it is that we're talking about for this horrifying thing. But like, you know, like a ping, <laughs> pinprick on the finger is what I picture, but clearly that's not going to do anything. So probably more, or it's something that was made up by someone that it right. doesn't actually happen. I would imagine just like a big cut on the, your yeah. upper arm, like by your bicep. They just give you a paper yeah. cut and it's just like, oh. Oh, that's the worst. And then you get in the salt Slice water. The salt water. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, and then you get eaten by sharks. sharks. Killing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's that's like, just yeah, one, two, three. And then you drown. <laughs> That is honestly the most horrific way to die. I'd try and have a heart attack on my way down. (laughs) I would force a brain aneurysm personally. Mm -hmm. Just think really hard. Oh, God. Yep. Explode brain. Do it. Yeah. What's funny is this is the second most piratey song, in in my opinion, on this album. So I don't think of uh, Bang the Doldrums has this like dun 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 that I don't know that I'm going to be able to fully support. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yo ho, that's Pirate's Life for me. Ah, yeah, exactly. Ah. It's a Fallout Boy Life for me. Yeah. We're all over all right. the fucking place today. Did we even talk about anything? <laughs> we, we read the lyrics, so that yep. was good. We're on, the, we're on the way. Yep, we did that part. All right, so actually, this is actually a decent segue. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you say we're seg, as long as you say this is a segue, it becomes a good segue. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So walking the plank on a sinking ship. Love it. Love it. Is that like the opposite of a captain always goes down with the ship? Like you're walking the plank on something that's gonna be in the ocean soon anyway. So you're yeah. just we're all gonna die. So you're just dying sooner. Is it a is it a thing like that? Probably. I've always thought of it more as a statement on like the crew because it's like, what's the point in making someone walk a plank on the ship that's also going down? Like maybe you should focus on making your ship not sink instead of like making this person, you know, like it's just like, it's just such an interesting, what am I trying to say? But it's like, I have this image of, I hate you so much that I'm going to make you go through this act of walking the plank, even though I know I'm going to die with you too in just a little bit, but I want to be the one that pushes you off the ship. Right. 
Yeah. I guess I get that. I, I guess I was sort of thinking of like quitters never win. Yeah. It was almost like a. Yeah, I can see what you're saying too, though. Mm-hmm. It depends on who's. I guess it's a walking the plank on your own. Yeah. Which is not really a thing, or being forced to. It's just pointless. Like. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Does it? Well, I guess it depends if the, you know, walking the plank on the sinking ship is a voluntary thing or if you're being made to walk yeah, the plank. Because if the exactly, ship, if the ship is, I mean, yeah. yeah, like if the ship is already going down and they still make you walk the plank, that's like an extra fuck you, you're not part of this crew anymore. Yeah. But right. if you're on this boat that's sinking and you're like, well, may as well, you know, why delay the inevitable? And right. so yep. you just walk okay, yourself like that. off. That's something else entirely. So I guess it depends. I mean, the way it's phrased in the song makes it seem like they're choosing to right jump off right i i picture them basically just diving board style right off that plank right just a beautiful right. uh flip and dive everybody yeah. e- each of the guys does i was there a music video for this song uh no okay well but the music you may be picturing in too deep by some 41 which is heavy big diving oh uh, no i'm ranting. not picturing anything oh, okay. i was just oh, wondering okay. <laughs> if i could have my if like my head canon of them each doing oh. like a beautiful but very distinctly different from all the others dive um right can be real or if there was already a reality that i was trying to override um i am glad to hear that my head canon stands this is what the music video is it's basically peter pan I, I like it. I love it. That's awesome. I also discovered I liked this song as much as I do when I was like really actively working on that uh, Peter Pan one act script. Mm-hmm. So this song is like forever. This song forever means Peter Pan in my brain. Have you considered writing, uh, changing that Peter Pan script that you made into a Fall Out Boy jukebox musical? I have not considered changing that specific script into a fallout boy jukebox musical. I have considered writing a fallout boy jukebox musical. <laughs> Close enough. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> What's a jukebox musical? So like, like American idiot by green day where it's like they, it's a musical structured around the songs of, or like a rock of ages. It doesn't have to be one oh. band, but it's like the hero songs you know but now we've turned them into a, gotcha. m- a story gotcha. yeah we we wrote a story around them to make the gotcha glee was basically a jukebox television show yeah. our high school uh choir teacher did that and wrote a musical called back to the 80s so nice very cool it wasn't oh <laughs> it was well, fine uh, <laughs> i had a song i was like it's anyway. 80s music so i'm sure it was <laughs> yeah. at least fine no, it was pretty good do we want to talk about the second half of this line yeah. Uh, I the only I do want to move on to that and I think that yes, but uh the other thing is that th- walking the plank was done like one of two in one of two instances. One like if you were the captain of the ship and there was a mutiny, they like made the officers walk the plank mm-hmm. when they okay. took over the ship. But also if you were like a captured prisoner. Oh. So right. like it's it's sort of like a like a just in the same way that it's like what were is it a voluntary jumping off the plank diving board style mm-hmm. i'll never look at diving boards the same again same way again they're um, really just planks that haven't they're been just put planks. on planks yeah right someone made walking the plank fabulous and then they're like this should be in every pool like maybe one time <laughs> uh captain wasn't bound when they made him walk the plank yeah and then he just did like a cool freestyle flippy do into the ocean and they're like hey 
This could be a thing. That was awesome. <laughs> hey, we should add this He's to the dead Olympics. Now, but... yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should imprison yeah, exactly. some water and put a plank over that. <laughs> We're so good at imprisoning things. Let's see if we can. <laughs> can um, we so, yes, the I, ocean? I just think it... <laughs> there's a, a just a thing. I think it's interesting to think of like, are they walking the plank because they used to be in charge and now they're not, or because they were never in charge and they don't even belong here? Mm. I think that the metaphor extends in two different directions, right. I think, out from that. I think given what we've talked about from Fallout Boy previously, it's the second one. Yeah, the imposter yeah. syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so they say quitters never win, but so how is the first part contradicted by the second part? So quitters never win, but so it's like saying we're quitters and we're winning. I think that is what that part oh, says. Oh, ooh, it's a spite thing. It could be a spite thing. Yeah, or it's just, you know, taking charge of the inevitable. Like, right. we're all going to die anyway. It's not quitting if we just rush <laughs> yeah. it along. Like, I'm trying so hard not to find the I what I feel like is a very clear suicide metaphor here. Right. I'm trying to find anything else. Right. Like I mean, if I see what you're If saying. we don't look at it as like suicide of their lives, but maybe suicide of their careers like mm. ooh, i love that they're, like the scene they're walking up the sinking ship of the scene yeah ooh. like you know I what like that. we may, like we don't know how long this whole fame thing is gonna last so yes. let's just do it as hard as we can fling ourselves right off that plank and eventually we're gonna hit the water and die but yeah. boy are we gonna look pretty while we do it because yep. of the swan that. dives and the flips, that's the flippy dudes. Way better. I think you actually yes, wrote the flippy a Fall Out Boy song in that. Yeah, no, I think that's great. Did I just yeah. write a Fall Out Boy song? You did. Call mm-hmm. me. Congratulations. Pete, <laughs> Anyway. So there's a world outside of my front door that gets off on being down. Yep. Sure is. Yeah, I, I don't know. But that's in, that's independent of these lyrics. Uh, that's just me <laughs> making a statement about... <laughs> the state yeah. of the world right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to phrase what I'm trying to think, but it's like, I don't know. They somehow managed to write a lyric about doom scrolling on Facebook in 2020 (laughs) before any of that was a thing that happened. Right. Right. So they're also like soothsayers. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but like doom scrolling, I mean, it's a new term and that's what you do on Twitter and stuff. But like things like that you know have always existed in the last however long you know just in different forms so yeah it's like, no exactly like when people uh, read yeah. the obituaries yeah i mean that like that's exactly what i'm saying though yeah. like there's right. yeah. the entire world seems to take some kind of perverse pleasure yeah in watching all of the uh horrible things that happen on the news and elsewhere in the world it makes them feel better both feel better about their own lives like wow i could have it so much worse Mm -hmm. but also kind of speaks to that like you see things really are as bad as i feel like they are well yeah and i wonder if there's like a part of it too that's almost like talking about the like like addiction of like depression and Mm -hmm. stuff where it's like you just fall into that mental trap of like this is, oh, I, I don't, I can't find words tonight. But like this is how it's supposed to be. Like I deserve yeah. this kind of thing, and yeah. you're almost comforted by everything going wrong. Yeah, if that makes I, sense. I, 
I think I see a connection like I you know the world outside of my front door that gets off on being down when we've just talked about walking the plank on a sinking ship it's like the world is an untamed sea like that's just like full filled with sharks and monsters and you're gonna die if you you go out there and stuff what's what's the word or phrase I'm thinking of when you when you tell someone you tell someone something bad that happened to you and they go well you think that's bad and pain olympics oh like or the yeah one-upping yeah pain olympics what'd you say aaron pain Pain olympics Olympics. yeah that's the that's what i was thinking of like the pain olympics like well like bragging about how bad things are for you yeah um do you want to hear what genius has to say about this yes yes it has a lot to say about it but the part that actually you know seems to be decent is this line could also reference Fall Out Boy's music in the general sense that their songs, which can be about sad topics, help people feel better. Similar to their lyric, We're the Therapist Pumping Through Your Speakers from Sophomore Slumper Comeback of the Year, which I I can see a a case for that linking back to the first part of the lyric that we read, too. You know, we are jumping ship on this scene that is only going to last for so long, or we're going to, you know go as hard as we can on this fame thing, whatever you want that to, that lyric to mean. But, right. you know, we're going to keep writing these songs so that when you're feeling sad and depressed, you can listen to our music and feel better in whatever way, whether it's that, you know, oh, well, this really speaks to me. I really connect with mm-hmm. this. Or, you know, man, I thought I had it bad, but all these songs about, you know, Pete just wanting to take pills and jump off a boat and just do really pretty flips is, uh-huh. you know, making me feel so much better about my own life. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I think there's there's also something I think that, I think Tracy and I talked about it on the Lawyers Me and You episode about, like, only liking musicians when they are writing depressing or sad mm. or, like, angry music. Mm-hmm. Like no doubt, and Alanis Morissette, and you know, mm-hmm. umpteen other bands. Yeah. Um, that I know I personally was like, ugh, they're happy now, <laughs> and it's just like they're a person. Yeah. They're, they're people, so it's like, like they get um, the world. The world gets off on being down is like they only find pleasure in your misery and their own misery, mm-hmm. and and you singing about your misery and all this stuff. And if you write happy stuff, then no one's interested because they don't get off on that. Right. Yeah. That's true. There's also a clear gravity reference because, you know, the pulling down towards the center of the earth, the world. Does that, I think it's a clear, that's probably mostly what it is. Yeah, I think so. Is a reference to gravity. Yeah. This is just a scientific song. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once again, I think we solved it. (laughs) Check. Yeah, green check in the box next to this song for sure. All right. Is it time for social media then? I think so. Yes. You pirate. All right. Arr, me hearties. If you want to follow us on ye old social media, I don't know why I just became a tavern wench on top of being a pirate. Whatever. It's a thing. Your heart yearns for adventure, Aaron. That's what it is. Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Um, You can follow us on Twitter at Thanks for the Lyrics Pod. But here's the thing. All those vowels, they're not part of the crew anymore. You just chuck them right off that plank. Just Mm -hmm. just cut them real good so they bleed everywhere and call all those sharks to come eat them. (laughs) Because... The violence against vowels on this show is... 
Well, you know, maybe the vowels shouldn't have offended <laughs> Fallout Boy so much. I guess maybe. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It's really. I, I mean, it's the completely. vowels' fault. Yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah, stand so. by that on thanks for the lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> um, individually, we all have our own personal Twitter accounts. Mine is at unabashedly Aaron. Mine is un- at unabashed James. Mine is at Adil's Warlock. And all of those do have the vowels. They are those vowels are part of our personal crews, if not yep. part of our <laughs> podcast crew. Speaking of podcast crews, we are proud nice. members of the Scavengers Network on Twitter at ScavengersNet, also with the vowels, because the Scavengers Network is very much made up of just a ton of wonderful people who are all vowels. I Vowel lost huggers. the plot there a little bit. Yeah. But I'm going <laughs> to... Those are good vowels. Don't cut them and throw them off the plank. Instead, go right. listen to their shows. You can go to scavengersnetwork.com and find all of those shows made up all of, of all of those wonderful pod vowels. And you can listen mm-hmm. to them and make your ears happy. Yep. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can also <laughs> find us... If you want to make your eyes happy, you can find us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thescavengersnetwork, where you can watch us do things that involve vowels and consonants and video games. Everything in between. And yep. squirting Mason in the face with water. And yep. can, Do you um, think he can set up something to get squirted in the face with vowels? <laughs> I Ooh. bet if anybody can do it, Mason can. Yes. <laughs> And finally, if you like all of our weird vowel things that we do every single week, and why wouldn't you? We're delightful. You can head over to patreon.com slash the scavengers network. And for $2 a month, you can get so much bonus content, which has so many vowels in it. A lot of the bonus content is from us. Yep. In various capacities. There are also other people on the network who do contribute to the bonus content. Um, But yeah, there is something for everyone. And for a mere two dollars a month which is like chump change in the grand scheme of pirate treasure Mm -hmm. (laughs) it took me a second to figure out what you were doing and i love it um yeah you can you could donate and save some kitties or some starving children or you could donate to our Patreon and get bonus content. Which buys food for We can starve animals. some kitties just as well as anyone else. It, so send money to us. It's yeah. true. Well, that took a, that's not what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You heard it here first. Tracy likes to starve kitties. Yeah, now, Daisy. Daisy. Yeah, I was going to say, James, when you said that, did you mean kitties with T's or kitties with D's? Whichever one gets us more money okay, is cool. really, it's just, yeah. Tracy will starve whoever if y'all pay us, <laughs> I think is. Uh... <laughs> wow, this is only the first episode we've recorded tonight. She's just so we have already... counter to what she normally does yeah. with her career, which is the opposite. Yeah, we've already <laughs> just I will withhold broken. food from all my customers. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for us for tonight. Tracy, would you like to uh, see us out after I thank Fallout Boy for the lyrics? Yes. Was that it? That was it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) In the arms of infinity, we get high. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.
Hey stud, how would you like to chat with a young, sexy babe looking for fun? Or how about a hot, lonely MILF who wants a little action? Well, that's not what this show is about. My name's Joy. And I'm Morgan. And we have a podcast all about sex stuff. Join us every week when we chat about sex and sexuality, review toys and products for the bedroom, and even recommend a new sex position or two. And the best part of all this is it's shared from an intergenerational, inclusive, and queer-friendly point of view. Join us every Tuesday on The Broads and the Bees, wherever you download podcasts. See you next Tuesday. You know, like... Nope, we get it. (laughs) Bye!